Big Headlines Podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Hello. Hey, everybody. And welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 27. Mm -hmm. That's the one. I couldn't remember. I know. You were looking at me Uh, with pleading eyes like, please help. (laughs) Jump in anytime. (laughs) Please. (laughs) If this is the first time you've listened to Fake Headlines Podcast, we're going to read off some bizarre headlines to you. Some of them are real. Some of them are fake. And we're going to try to fake each other out. But we're going to try to guess what the real article is amongst this pile of lunacy that we have in front of us. That's a great way to put it. Pile of lunacy. That um, I feel like that would make an excellent t-shirt. <laughs> I think so too. Don't Pile you? of lunacy. I like yeah. that. Yeah, because I don't know if we've, ever, if we've talked about this on the show before, why we started this podcast is because we realized that with the internet, we read a lot of headlines, but we don't necessarily read all the articles. So we end up using our brains to kind of fill in what we think the article is about which spawned us just coming up with absurd articles and goofing around with each other, yeah. making up articles. And we thought, hey, let's let's do this professionally. And it was <laughs> <laughs> it's always been one of my favorite things to, um, you know, see news headlines and like always like the absurd news, like very silly things. And um, sometimes mugshots are really funny. Um, yes. Sometimes like you just look at people and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, or yeah, just uh, silly things that do happen in the world yes. that you're just like, are you kidding me? And thankfully, like, there's no shortage of that. No shortage. <laughs> <laughs> no shortage of the lunacy in our brains either. So no. that's just a pile of lunacy. <laughs> a pile of lunacy. See what I did there? I love it. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany and I have scoured the internet this past week looking for weird articles, and we've come up with some on our own. And we will now commence the games. <laughs> Fight! But first, <laughs> I just want to point out one cool thing that happened this weekend. Uh, Tiffany, you may not know, is a playwright. And uh, she wrote a short scene for a spooky festival of spooky short plays this past yeah. weekend in Buffalo. And mm-hmm. it was awesome. You did such a great job, babe. I thought it was fantastic. Aww. Thanks, babe. It was a great script. The actors were awesome. It was just a really nice little scene, and I think everyone loved it, and I thought it was awesome. I was so proud of you to see something that you created be up on stage in front of an an audience. Thank you. It was so cool. Thanks. So I hope to see more. You really talked it up there. (laughs) I'm new to the writing game. Yes. In terms of seeing it actually occur. I've been writing for at least a couple years, but... Right. Um... So far, nothing has been, like, up and up. Uh, Yeah. And by the time this episode airs, we will already have performed another show in Buffalo. Yeah. At the Buffalo Science Center this coming Wednesday or yesterday, if you're listening to this tomorrow. What? Anyway. Mind blown. (laughs) uh, Tiffany and I... Tiffany and I will be involved in a staged reading of a play that our friend Heather Ray Ackerman wrote. Which is really fun because Kevin is not an actor. Um, although you were nominated best actor in high school, which, <laughs> was. wow, yes. you know, I, I, 
all the drama nerds hated you. Yeah. No doubt. I remember that. I remember on class night when my name was called standing up and looking back at my friend Holly, who was in all the shows. Just did being someone like, did they they just give you like the slit your throat symbol <laughs> they, like I with got their that, hand? Like, I got that all the time in high school. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. no different. No different cool, that cool, night. Cool, 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 cool. I did feel really bad and I never really understood why I won that award. Mm-hmm. But I'm grateful for the uh, recognition. Yeah. It was really just foreshadowing, right? To <laughs> your um performance uh future mm-hmm. uh in some capacity yeah it just took it just took like 20 years to really get going <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i've always seen myself as an actor above anything else but it seems it my life has taken a different turn yeah um but and, a good uh, one yeah and same here doing fun stuff and this is fun i love doing this this is great and this and is a, a fun creative writing capacity that neither of us would have saw ourselves doing 10 years ago right so and it was nearly impossible 10 years ago given the cost of microphones and equipment and internet and the i in- mean oh, oh, god okay. don't even get me started don't with the even, internet. i know we didn't we barely had the internet on our phones <laughs> how did we survive how did we do it i don't know oh my gosh how did we survive then um, we just waited yeah. we just waited for stuff yeah like if you weren't sure who that actress was or actor in that movie that you were talking about you just struggled through it you just it came to you in the middle of the night three weeks later yeah you'd all of a sudden sit up in bed and be like straight up Ernest Borgnine and you're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile your partner's like uh did you just have that weird dream about Ernest Borgnine <laughs> yep. at least now I know how it ends sorry I'll I'll get some towels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so Wednesday we're doing a fun stage reading. Uh, our friend uh, entered a play for a... Uh, um, it's like a competition, right? It's a, yeah, competition? it's a script contest for the Science Museum, which is a really fun thing to do. And yeah. yeah. We love science. We love museums. We love acting. And history. And history. So this is the perfect storm of fun for us. It's the fir- perfect s- nerd storm is what nerd it is. Storms. It's and it's the, yeah. And speaking of nerd storms, you and Heather are working on a Twilight Zone themed play for, is this going to be? L- It'll be at New Year's. In New Year's. So yeah. That'll also be coming up in Buffalo and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it as we get more details on that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I so love the Twilight Zone, man. I do too. Yeah. Speaking of the Twilight Zone stuff, we also this weekend started watching a new series on Netflix called Haunted, where it's yeah. real people talking about their haunted past yeah. experiences. And we've only watched a couple episodes, but... Holy crap. Can anyone else... Okay. Because we don't know anyone else who's seen this. And... We need people to talk to you about yeah. this. So, so please go watch episode two specifically. Yeah. And tell... what What the hell, man? What what is that? What so, is I'm so upset. <laughs> so the basic basic synopsis is uh, the haunted story that this uh, person tells takes place in upstate New York, which we're familiar with because we live and travel through upstate New York and western New York. However, upstate is usually like some sort of loose definition. Sure. Where it's like north of Poughkeepsie, that's upstate, right? Yeah, that is true. Lies. That is true. So somewhere in New York State, but based on the people's accents they sound very familiar yeah like people that we would have run into they or sound grew like up with. at least like you know the central region yeah so in this episode the people talk about how their parents were serial killers basically mm-hmm. and were burying bodies on the property 
and that the house had a, like a demon or something in it that was kind of causing the parents to do this. Yeah. The people like didn't just leave their parents or call the police. They let their, as they got older, they let their grandchildren around this murderous grandpa. And then the mom killed the husband. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And um, yeah, it's really messed up. But why, if this is a true story, why is there no information online about this? And then all the trophies and the evidence, everything was thrown away. And I just about threw something at the TV because I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. So, so if, okay, if someone has an in or if they have a theory, let us know if you have yeah. a theory about like, is this show actually sort of scripted or where is this that it occurred? Where did it take place? Yeah. yeah. And I know we gave away some details there that probably spoiled it to some degree. Don't worry. It's a, it's only like a 20 minute thing. It's, there's other episodes. Get over it. But please watch it. <laughs> and then you can always bleep stuff out too. <laughs> <laughs> please watch it and talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're perplexed. Very perplexed. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- excellent. Excellent. Um, excellent. I think that was meant to be excellent. My brain misfires. It's okay. Sorry. We're, uh, we haven't had dinner yet. I think we're a little... And we're smelling it, and it smells amazing. Uh, yeah, we've had ch- uh, we had a pot of chili uh, in the slow cooker mm-hmm. for the last few hours. So yeah. once we're done with this nonsense, mm-hmm. we're going to eat. Yeah, because it's been cold here, and uh, the remedy is chili and hot <laughs> farts. <laughs> yes. We will turn the heat down. We will stay warm with our bodies. Mm-hmm. We will nourish our bodies with chili, and we will nourish our heat with toots yeah or something like that that's it yeah absolutely i guess what i'm trying to say tiffany is are you ready for this week's my three headlines (laughs) i sure am (laughs) all right all right fake headlines podcast episode 27 that sounded ingenuous but it was (laughs) i sure am i sure am (laughs) Uh, article number one breakfast all day replaced at philadelphia diner with dinner all day I disapprove. (laughs) Breakfast all day replaced at Philadelphia Diner with dinner all day. Article number one. All day. All day, all day. Article number two. Uh Uh-huh. Get ready. Mm -hmm. Sex-crazed fish becoming super horny because of huge levels of antidepressants in water supply. Sex-crazed fish becoming super horny because of huge levels of antidepressants in water supply. Gives a new meaning to plop, plop, fizz, fizz. (laughs) That's so stupid. (laughs) We love you long time. (laughs) (laughs) Me so thirsty. Uh, article number three, listening to true crime podcasts at work linked to more peaceful work environment. <laughs> I hope that one's true because for a l- <laughs> that's Listen- my life. I know. Listening to true crime podcasts at work linked to more peaceful work environment. Pods at work. Peaceful environment oh boy so there's a lot there huh 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> uh huh. All right. So you're not a fan of dinner all day. No, I I will eat breakfast anytime. Yeah, you're one of those people, like most other people, that uh, the first meal of the day has to be of the breakfast variety, even if it's later in the day. Mm-hmm. Like if you woke up at noon. You couldn't just jump right into like a, a panini. Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean, I I really love breakfast food. It's my favorite. Does I love it, breakfast for dinner. I love breakfast for breakfast. <laughs> I love breakfast for brunch. I don't care. <laughs> Do you, is it more the missed opportunity of breakfast, or is it just the idea of that type of food at that early moment of your waking day? I think it's the type of food. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I don't want to wake up and have the first thing that I eat that day be like, um, you know, a tuna fish sandwich or something. I mm. can't, I can't do that. I've had tuna or on like, toast right away in the morning. I can't do that. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I guess for me, it depends. Like if, if I was waking up at like uh, 10 or 11, I could put tuna fish on some toast and eat it. But if I was waking up at like six in the morning, I don't think I could handle that. I think I need some time. Is it because your brain is just like, okay, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Therefore, it's almost traditional lunchtime. So right. I should eat something lunchy. Yeah. Whenever McDonald's switches over to their lunch menu, I think it's like 1030. That's when I switch my, the biology of, of me switches as okay, well. Okay. I see. <laughs> that's wrong, but all right. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just really like breakfast food. So this diner. Switched over to dinner all day. So do they still serve breakfast? Yes. But you can get everything on the menu at any time now. Which I think... Okay, I don't think it's a a bad idea necessarily because sometimes you might have uh, people in your family who are picky eaters Mm -hmm. and maybe... um, Maybe maybe they're uh, uh, a... a child who who refuses to eat anything and they're going through a phase and the only thing they'll eat is spaghetti and meatballs. That's true. That I can personally vouch for something like that because I, when I was a kid, we went to Florida and we had a, I had a fish fry for dinner and it may have been maybe the first time I had that and I requested that for breakfast the next day and they did it and my parents <laughs> got them to make that because they're like, you know what? This kid's got to eat something. We got a busy day ahead of us. So I remember like... That was a long time ago. We're talking decades ago, but I can still remember. I would hope so, Kevin. I can st- <laughs> this was last year we went on vacation. I refused. I want to accept anything other than a fish fry. <laughs> I can still remember people in the restaurant turning to look at me as they carried a fish fry down to our table, which must have been disgusting. That's... Like, if that happened to me today, I would be mad, but this was a long time ago. Yeah. It was the 80s. People just continued to chain smoke and not care about what was happening at another table. So the smell of fish dissipated pretty quickly in yeah. the morning. Gotcha. Yeah. I think because of the cigarettes. That's a, a That's uh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's that's a win for smoking in restaurants right there. Sure. Kills all the smells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it kills other things too. But <laughs> like yeah. your lungs and yourself, yeah. whatever. Yeah, take the good with the bad. <laughs> but uh, but also you can think about too like this is in Philadelphia and I don't know what their um bar hours are like i know for buffalo bars are open until four i believe right yes which seems crazy to me like i cannot stay up that late anymore it's only crazy because we don't have public transportation that's reliable enough to that late in the morning which is what 
You know, like yeah. I feel like. Well, there is Uber and Lyft, but there's no. You're right. There's no like. That's tr- Train or yeah. Right. right. Yeah, because the one train that we have stops after midnight, <laughs> which seems very strange. Explain. <laughs> but uh, so. I guess uh, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. So bars stay open until four o'clock. Yeah. So I don't know what the, what it's like in Philadelphia. So maybe at the end of drinking for the night at three in the morning, four in the morning, maybe you want more of a dinner food versus a breakfast food. But I guess most places are probably at that hour are offering anything. Anything goes right. Yeah. So probably six, seven in the morning is maybe when a restaurant switches over. Yeah. I, I think don't even when I was drunk, like back back in the day <laughs> um and i would stay out late and be really drunk and i would need something greasy or want something greasy i think i always ended up getting breakfast food anyway yeah i think i did too because we always went to like this dive diner and, or like denny's or something mm-hmm. and uh it was always like you know french toast and eggs or something mm-hmm. and some sort of home fry <coughs> I could, um, thinking about uh, also in addition to drinking, maybe people are working late and getting out. Like maybe you're working until early in the morning, Mm -hmm. like an overnight shift, but maybe you don't want breakfast because you're still, you've been up. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, maybe you want a burger. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Or people who, um, you know, like truck drivers or someone, if they're driving through or. Might be on a whole different system. Sure. Time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Or I, I don't know how much the novelty of maybe, I mean, maybe once I would I would go somewhere. If this was being offered as like a novelty somewhere, I would perhaps get like a like a burger in the morning just to say I did it. Uh-huh. I could see people doing that too, like as a lark. Don't people get um, steak and eggs for breakfast? Yeah, that's a breakfast uh, thing. So if you were to um, have a burger in the morning, I guess it's not that different. That's true. Or, or the fried egg. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, yeah. or we can get a burger with a fried egg yeah. on top. It's very breakfasty. Mm-hmm. Bacon, eggs, burger. It's all there. Cheese. You got toast. You Cheese toasted is, bun. You need that in all the meals. Cheese is a breakfast food. <laughs> I always lay a slice of American on top of my cereal. That's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah. That's how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> you melt it down in the microwave a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Just a bowl of, of oats with a cup. It's almost like a French onion soup, what I make in the morning yeah, for so, cereal. So it crusts up on the sides of oh, the bowl. That's the best. It's been in the oh. microwave for just a little too long. So you're like, it burns a little bit and you're like, mm, that's delicious. Oh, just a crock of cereal with cheese on top of it. That's mm-hmm. that's deliciousness right there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. What, do you, what kind of cereal go with? Like Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops? Uh, when you, when you want more of a savory cereal with, oh, I'm thinking maybe like a Cheerios, maybe, okay. or okay. Uh, maybe some uh, Fiber One. Fiber One. Flakes, That's maybe. an adult choice. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you got to offset the cheese. You're eating a lot of cheese right away in the morning, so you want something uh. to kind of counteract it. Oh, that's so true. So like maybe grape yeah. nuts, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Right there with the I support your decision. Steel cut oats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> That's so gross. It is disgusting, but yeah. um, I like it. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. All right. Let's move on to this weird fish. Okay. Because I think I'm out of things for the other one. Um, That's fine. Let's talk about the weird fish. All right. Sex crazed fish becoming super horny because of huge levels of antidepressants in the water supply. I feel like that if that were the effect that everyone had when they took antidepressants, everyone would be like, hey, doc, 
<laughs> take some of that. Yeah, that's true. Like if if water if if antidepressants are being dumped in, like into the water supply, like if you were to go swimming in this, would you become super horny? Not instantly, right? It would probably be, uh, it has to be like a probably like prolonged exposure, I would assume. Right. Because I don't think somebody taking an antidepressant necessarily instantly becomes horny. Or less depressed. Or less. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And sometimes it has the adverse effect. Right. Like they often say that, like in the commercials, right? It'll, it yeah. could have an effect on things like that. So, like mm. negatively. Like, like you become effect. not horny. Right. Anymore. No more hornies. No. Yeah. Uh, how do you. Okay. How do you determine that a fish is aroused? <laughs> That's my question. I'm less confused about the possible effects that a drug may have on a creature that shouldn't be taking it in the first place because <laughs> we're constantly poisoning things. But um, how how do you determine that? Well, you, you kind of just have to watch the, the fin and maybe it gets a little bigger than the last High time fin? I looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> The fin gets enlarged and then kind of bends to the left a little bit. Okay. That's how you can tell. Oh, I see. The fish. Excellent. That a fish is super horny. <laughs> Male fish, of course, I'm talking of. Right. Right. Um, I'm, nope. Yeah, I don't know what to say there either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, so. Does the population go up then? Yes. School's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happens, yes, Tiff. Yes, more fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess they must have simulated it. Like, I don't know if you're just observing this. Like, maybe somebody was fishing and, like, they kept catching, like, two fish, like, cooked together or something, maybe. Or they were simulating, or they noticed this. Maybe they tested the water supply mm-hmm. and then tried to recreate it in a lab by, like, you know, like a fish tank. And they're, like, instead of fish food, they're dropping in the top. They're just dropping in, like, uh, Prozac. That's a weird thing to do. Or something, and then watching them, see what happens. That's weird animal testing. They sprinkle a little Prozac on top of the aquarium, and then all of a sudden, the fish, they go right to that little, like, underwater guy, like that plastic underwater diver that's in the fish tank. <laughs> and they start, oh, hey, you've been, oh, when did you get here? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> Let me slip into something a little more comfortable, and they <laughs> go out and come back, like suddenly they're scales are a different color <laughs> you slip into something more comfortable <laughs> <laughs> you see a fish putting on lipstick in the, in the bathroom oh man you see who's here tonight oh my God. hold on let me just step into this castle <laughs> can, I, can i take you back to my castle <laughs> <laughs> Then you see the fish like laying with uh, like with its head propped up on the bed, just <laughs> so <laughs> increased bubbles. <laughs> increased bubbles. <laughs> but that is strange, though. Like thinking about like the prolonged exposure to to chemicals, or uh, like I'm not a big like anti GMO person, or you know, like you see a lot of stuff online. And you're like, oh, what's happening? Are we are we being poisoned? I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's memes of every variety. But it does kind of scare me to think that there's food that is being pumped with stuff and or, or getting absorbing mm-hmm. chemicals. And like, is that messing with us somehow? Could it? Probably. Oh. Like if you eat fish that has been exposed to antidepressants, like if you're eating this steadily over time, is it affecting you 
maybe not even in, in an antidepressant way, but maybe it's affecting some other part of you or some other, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Or if when you cook it, are you cooking it all away? Do you burn away all the bad stuff? How do you I don't know. How do you feel about just uh, living on a farm somewhere and becoming vegans? Does that sound good? Yeah, like I, <laughs> we don't eat a lot of meat as it is, but <laughs> I think I could do it. Like that's kind of scary. Yeah. But I don't know enough about science to be concerned one way or the other, though. Yeah. Like maybe it's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm overreacting, but maybe I don't want to take a chance. Oh my God, I understand why people are so mad about this stuff. <laughs> you really just had a revelation. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know the answer to any of that, babe. Or like if you go and get like a, a fish filet from McDonald's, is that like, like an aphrodisiac? I don't think there's ever a case where McDonald's is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I think that, um, McDonald's is the opposite of that. Yeah. That probably. Does, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think if there's any food that can make you less horny, it's from a fast food restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Subway's a real downer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> except for Arby's. You know, I hear they have the meats. <laughs> <laughs> they have the meats. <laughs> uh, in my brief employment at... Um, subway when I, in my youth um there was a woman who would come in at least once a week and uh real gruff looking older woman and uh just unpleasant in general and uh she would come in and she would saunter over and she'd be like i want the meat and i was Uh-oh. like oh okay uh sure sure uh, uh, this one and like i of course like behind the screen guard or the splat Sneeze guard. That's what it's called. Because that's disgusting. Also, um, you can't really see exactly which one she's pointing to because there's like three rows of meat. She would just point to the meat and not like say like, I want the whatever. Right. I can't even think of what a subway sub is. Right. The Italian whatever. Yeah. So it was basically like in a BMT or something. Okay. And um, I would be like, okay. And then, um, so this would happen. Like the first time it happened, I was so baffled. And then, um, so it would happen every week. And then she would go on and on and on about like the sweet onion dressing or whatever that they had. Oh yeah. Yeah. The sweet onion teriyaki. She would be like, they should bottle that up. People are crazy. <laughs> Did she also point to the vegetables and go, I don't need the vegetables or was it just the meat? I don't think she was into those. <laughs> so it was, did she just order like a like meat on bread? Did she get anything else? Other, well, the teriyaki sure, sauce. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I can't remember exactly what her order Wait, was. You don't remember this person's exact order from many moons ago? <laughs> I was very disturbed by her face and her um, a very uh, demanding demeanor yeah. when it came to meat. <laughs> Demanding meat demeanor. Yeah. Mm, that was my uh, first AOL screen name. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet that you got a lot of fun um, messages from people <laughs> you definitely may not have known. Maybe <laughs> like a prince somewhere who was like, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. I just had some fish. You want to party? <laughs> 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 I just imagine like uh like fish jumping out of the water like the hook together like they're doing it and like you see them like I don't think that's how water. fish do it though. They don't do it like that. They don't do like uh like a fish fin, on fish. Fin fin action. Fin to fin. 
Um, <laughs> they lay eggs. That's. I'm yeah. not sure how they get fertilized, though. Yeah. Well, I don't think that the does a fish lay eggs and another fish doesn't come over and like eat, like they have. There has to be some kind of intercourse, right? Of some, what I'm, you're doing with your hands? I'm making is, some weird hand gestures. Is that right now. is that what you think sex is, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sexy handshake. <laughs> <laughs> where tips just touch tips. <laughs> touch the tips of the fins <laughs> eggs are released uh-huh <laughs> is that right that sounds yep. that's right that's exactly it i don't know enough about nature uh, the lights are usually out so you're not really sure what happens <laughs> i get it <laughs> <laughs> talk about a deep sea dive ew oh um <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> so yeah, horny fish. Gross. <laughs> Maybe they should change like the names of like uh, at McDonald's of so the fish fillet. It's the, the horny fish fillet. The um uh sexy fish sandwich <laughs> that's it right there let's call mcdonald's <laughs> we got a great new name for your fish called sexy fish sandwich <laughs> just use those fish that are filled with prozac <laughs> that's weird okay so uh also um how oh, i have so many questions about this like does this would antidepressants have that sort of effect on people or are there other water-bearing creatures that, is that the right word? Um, water creatures that would, not water-bearing, water creatures that would have um, that sort of effect on them? Like it would take away their worries <laughs> and anxieties? Uh, yeah. Um, no. Um, have They would be... <coughs> so are there other water creatures that would have... Um, a similar effect as the fish where they would be like constantly wanting to reproduce. Oh, right. Right. So like, it's not like fish have sex to, uh, have pleasure, right? Pleasure. Yeah. It's just like, right. It's a reproduction right. sort of thing, but maybe it messes with whatever their natural instincts are and it's causing them. So it's not like they're super horny in, in the sense that they're like, Oh man, I've never Correct. thought of doing this before for other than like making the schools building a school <laughs> <laughs> i have to build another school right now <laughs> school last week wasn't enough <laughs> it's time for summer school um yeah so like other like toads lizards other things that live in the water could they be affected by this too is that what you're going with do lizards live in water i don't know enough about nature to answer that <laughs> confidently <laughs> they go in water turtles turtles a horny turtle that sounds weird horny i like that you went with toad that was good <laughs> yeah, or sharks horny sharks oh boy Ooh. well that would make swimming a lot more scary maybe that's what happened to the frisky dolphin in france that could be right that might be maybe it swam near like the prozac factory and they were just pumping extra stuff into the water didn't you have another one about the Viagra plant or something? Yes, we did. We had an article previously about goat horny goats that were affected by a Viagra plant in Ireland. Babe. Babe. Animals are being affected by stuff. Why are there so many horny animals? I don't know. So many horny animals, so little time to understand what's going on. Yeah. 
That's that's. Oh, you thought? Oh, no, no, no. That sounded no, very no. wrong. Yeah, babe. no, no. That's not what I meant by that. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about true crime. True crime podcasts. Yeah. Listening to true crime podcasts at work linked to more peaceful work environment. Why do you think that is? Uh. Well, for me. I'm like, you know what? Life could be so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good reminder. I could reminder. be murdered. <laughs> you, could, you could be living a murderous life. <laughs> no, being murdered. I know. Well, it's still a murderous life. Oh, okay. You are murdered. You're not the murderer E yeah. or murderer. Right. Yeah. Either way, not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it also keeps your brain occupied so you're not thinking about like other things that are going on. I mean, the same thing with like comedy podcasts or really any podcast. That's true. But that's really all I listen to are comedy and true crime. Gives you something to focus on. Mm-hmm. Also, if other people know that you're listening to true crime podcasts. They're not going to come and mess with me, man. They're going to mess with you. You know a lot about murder. Yeah. <laughs> if there's someone that I don't want to talk to, I'll just like open up my iPod touch and it'll say right there, serial killers or my favorite murder. <laughs> and they're like, oh, boy. <laughs> hey, Chip, just kidding. I was going to go get a coffee. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was just going to run to Duncan. You need something? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy, Tiff, so sorry about not letting you in the door behind me the other day. <laughs> it's not funny that happened, and I will hold a grudge till the day <laughs> I leave. Listen, Tiffany, everyone's supposed to scan their badge, type in their code, no piggybacking. That's the rule. And I will give her death glares. <laughs> Someone shut the door in Tiffany's face because she didn't type in her code. It recently. was a deliberate shut the door in my face. Like she could have just like walked away and not held the door. That's fine. No, she grabbed the door, closed it, held it shut looked at me and then walked away <laughs> like a defiant child she maybe she's the and i laughed in her face maybe she's works uh security resource officer i think she is a she's a superior officer of <laughs> shitty ass people that's what she is i was gonna use another term but it's fine <laughs> i think i think you're right that's more likely what she is <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I bet you pod, I bet you that would. That's a great uh, point. I think listening to something, listening to stories of people in a much worse situation uh, helps you kind of put your own life into perspective in this instance, right? You're listening to yeah. like, oh boy, good thing I, mm, I'm i still here. Mm-hmm. Like this job isn't so bad. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not being murdered. Um, but also I think that's true probably for podcasts in general. Mm-hmm. It gives you something to focus on. It takes your mind off whatever task you're doing, which might not be super interesting to be working on. Yeah. If it's mindless, then it makes it a lot easier to yeah. be able to do that. I listen to audiobooks too. Yeah. And uh, currently I'm listening to Pet Cemetery, So <laughs> You're just an all around cheery person. <laughs> <at work>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like a violent person. I'm not an angry no. person while well, I have a temper, but I'm not like any sort of like crazed person <laughs> like that it's true you're not you're definitely not so i bet that people would probably be very surprised that i really enjoy true crime yeah i'm not just saying this because we're legally married but you are one of the most loving sweet people i've ever <laughs> met in my life like you have just uh uh you put everyone else in the world ahead of you like you're the most thoughtful person when it comes to just being a friend or giving a gift or you just like the idea that you're sitting there listening to, I think we're both going to cry. <laughs> sitting there listening to like someone get hacked, like a stories about people getting hacked up. <laughs> so it's such a juxtaposition to what who you are. It's really funny. But maybe that's just, you know. 
Yeah. How it goes. Yeah. I like to be entertained, <laughs> I suppose. And um, I, you know what it is, too, is um, for me, I enjoy listening to true crime because um, I enjoy the psychology of it. I like understanding um, that sort of behavior. Behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like why I like liked Mindhunter, that show. Yeah, that was cool. Um, because it it goes into the um ideas behind uh uh, profiling and how that all came about and i find that very very fascinating the understanding why people behave how they do versus um trying to understand the crime itself yeah and so i think that maybe that's part of it too and that helps me better deal with some of the dicks at work. You know what I mean? <laughs> it helps you maybe figure some of them out too. Yeah. I mean, like, why they're dicks. They are saying this because they feel this, which I mean, that's yeah. something I think I do anyway. And why it helps me, uh, something that I have a skill that I've learned, um, through acting, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, Oh, this person probably said this because of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, um, actors and psychologists are, you know, anyone who understands sociology are one and the same, but I think it's a, a good skill to have in terms of working with people. Yeah. It helps you read people. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And communicate with them, knowing the right things to say to them if, um, they might be in a, a bad mood or, mm-hmm. um, maybe they're just someone who can fly off the handle easily. So you can say the right thing to not make them respond in a vile way, right. but maybe calm them down instead. And they can go home and cross your name off their murder list. Yeah. And I don't want that. You're good. Yeah. You're a good person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So Tiffany, which one of these articles do you think is actually real? I'm going to go with the breakfast all day. I like that. I do too. Or the breakfast, not dinner. Or, right. Dinner all know, day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dyslexia of my words and brain. I knew exactly what you meant. You're talking about Article 1, Breakfast All Day Replaced at Philadelphia Diner with Dinner All Day. Yeah. That article is fake. Can I go with the true crime? You I don't could, want to talk about horny fish. You could, but that article about true crime podcast at work is also fake. You know what? What's your deal with sexy animals? I don't... These are the these are the articles that I come across in my online dealings. I don't know what's happening on your well, phone over there, sir, but... And you never will because I just deleted my browser history. <laughs> <laughs> this is from themirror.co.uk. Oh, that makes sense. They have lots of weird stuff. They do. Sex crazed fish becoming super horny because of huge levels of antidepressants in water supply. <laughs> All right. Scient- so is it just like European fish? Oh, go ahead. I don't know. Uh, let's find out together. Uh, it might not say. Scientists noticed fish that were exposed to Prozac, which our treatment centers can't remove from the water supply, tried to mate more often. Yeah, see, so it has to do with reproduction. Yeah. Okay. Fish are becoming increasingly increasingly horny, all in caps, because of massive quantities of unnatural chemicals in the water, according to a study. Prozac, used as an antidepressant in humans, is making fish hell-bent on reproduction, researchers from Monash University found. Animals that were given the drug in a tank in a lab spent more time chasing females than that weren't. Chasing tail? (laughs) Chasing fin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scientist Michael Bertram dosed male mosquito fish in an aquarium with high and low quantities of uh, floexetine, which is the active ingredient in Prozac. The fish given higher doses doses 
the fish given higher doses showed more frequent copulatory behavior and spent more time pursuing females, he described. Mr. Bertram wrote in Science Trends, in one-on-one mating trials, males in a high fluoxetine treatment performed more frequently, more frequent copulatory behavior towards females than did males with unexposed treatment. Hmm. Uh, fluoxetine makes its way into the ecosystem because our water treatment systems cannot filter it out along with many other pharmaceutical drugs making their way into the environment. I think that's really awful. It is really bad. Um, It was previously reported how cocaine contamination in rivers was making wildlife behave more hyperactive. Two years ago, scientists were racing to discover how fish in Seattle, Washington, United States. Okay had tested positive for 81 different drugs, including cocaine. And a study in 2014 found drugs, including insulin, were entering the water supply and causing fish to become intersex. Now, what intersex means is that they start to show both male and female characteristics, sex characteristics. Oh. Because of the insulin in the water. Wow. Yeah, this is really bad. We can't eat meat anymore, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Or fish. We need to be better. (laughs) This is not good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about, um, you know, people getting help when they need it. And, uh, um, you know, if people need to take antidepressants to um, get themselves, you know, where they need to be, um, then that's great. Um, But I don't think that our environment should have to suffer from that. Yeah, that's really terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. my God, you're eating fish with 81 different drugs. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like one fish found with 81 different drugs in it. But yeah. The idea that there are 81 different drugs found unnaturally yeah. in fish in the U.S. That's yeah. like in Washington. Yeah. Cocaine. Which is a very prominent um, place for for fish, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they have uh, like fish that, markets being right, right on the, the water. They're throwing fish around in that market. Throwing it around. Throwing fish. Throwing Drinking back, coffee. Drinking coffee. Fish cocaine. Yeah. That's terrible. Oh. Well. That's so awful. Really weird. Yeah. So uh, do they have any... Okay, so they did tests, but they also know that it's happening um, with the Prozac in... Um, like, So they, they have any sort of solutions on board? Not yet, because it sounds like right now they don't have... Like water treatment facilities don't have the ability to get certain chemicals out of the water supply. I see. So they may not be in high doses. And again, I don't know with this study, maybe these fish had to be exposed to this kind of water for long periods of time before Uh it started taking effect on them. But it sounds like in nature, animals are, are just, they're changing. They're biologically altered because of things that are, we're putting into the environment that should not be there. Yeah. That's really messed up. And I'm sure we've been doing that for a long time. Right. More than we know. Um, Right. And we're only just now kind of understanding what the ramifications are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gross. Ugh. Okay. All right. Well, let's hear your articles this week, Tiff. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. Woman claiming to be from the Elizabethan era says she came through mysterious vortex. Woman claiming to be from the Elizabethan era came through a vortex. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Minnesota residents call police on rowdy drunk birds. <laughs> rowdy birds. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then the last one. 
tourism rates skyrocket near Area 51 after recent UFO sighting on extraterrestrial highway. No. Tourism skyrockets near Area 51. Mm-hmm. Okay. Extraterrestrial highway. Is that like the name of like a road near them? Near yeah. there? Oh, yeah. really? Yep. I like that they've embraced their uh, UFO-ness there. Like, why not? UFO-ness. UFO-ness. Yeah. <laughs> you got a UFO-n it. Yeah. UFO-ness. Yeah. There you go. So Article 1, woman claiming to be from the Elizabethan era claims she came through a vortex. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Vortexes are fascinating to me. They're super fascinating. There's like handfuls of weird stories throughout history. Mm-hmm. And some, uh, well, there's also a, in Wa- Watertown, New York. Yeah, in Watertown, New York, uh, near where I grew up, there is a, and shout out to whoever's listening in Watertown because we see you. Um, in Thompson Park, uh, there is a known vortex. Right. I, I'm not sure exactly where it is, but I, there has been. Uh, reports of people who have entered it and lost time. Yeah, basically, like, they don't vanish, right? They don't. No, they don't vanish. Not that I'm aware of. Um, but I, I know that they've at least lost time or like appeared in a different part of the park. Oh yes, I think that's what we, what we we did read that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also like I I don't remember the story, but it was in a book. I think it was in a book called Weird New York uh-huh. that we have. Yeah, where it's about a guy who like supposedly like i forget what time period it was but he stepped outside to or was going to go to the store and all of a sudden he was like in Times square mm-hmm. and found him in time and he was like wearing like you know these clothes from like 100 years ago mm-hmm. and he got hit by like a cab or something yeah and people were like what is who is this guy yeah dressed in but he claimed to be from you know and the people claimed that this guy just disappeared yeah and somehow slipped through time bananas that's weird yeah or he could have been a crazy fella more than likely, if you're in Times Square claiming to be from the past, you probably are a crazy fella. Yeah. Looking for money somewhere, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, fun fact, Thompson Park was the first place that, uh, well, one of the first places where I did my first ghost hunting with friends. Oh, that's awesome. In high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's and fantastic. Now it's a thing. That's great. <laughs> Claiming to be from the Elizabethan era. So was it so somebody just showed up out of nowhere with like a fancy dress on maybe? Yeah. So maybe speaking differently? Uh-huh. I wonder if this was in the US or if it was in another country. I think it was in another country. Yeah, like yeah. France or England maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. In the Elizabethan era, um as you know, was named after Queen Elizabeth the 1st. Yes. Mhm. I was thinking too when you mentioned that when you said that there's uh, we saw some articles recently about um, it always happens there's articles online where it, it's like we we found this old picture and someone's using a cell phone and it's from 150 years ago. Oh yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah, there yeah there's always people who are like, well, oh, look at this, this proof of time travel. Yeah, like there was a I think it's like a Charlie Chaplin movie. There's someone a woman walking in the background on a they're like she's on a phone. Uh huh. Like, but what? Why would it be? Like, why would a time traveler just be, like, a random person like that, though? Or could they just be, like, slipped through? Like, we just caught a glimpse from another dimension or another oh, side or something. So it's, like, a brief yeah. thing. That would be interesting. Because no one's ever shown up, like, in an astronaut outfit being like, I'm from, I time traveled here. Right. It's always just, like, a person dressed in a certain time period clothing or something. Right. Or yeah. claiming to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's so weird. What would you think of, like, someone from the Elizabethan era all of a sudden showing up in modern day London must be so like insane. I'd be like, "Girl, tell me about it." 
Where'd you get this Tell dress? Tell me <laughs> you've met William Shakespeare. <laughs> What's he like? How dreamy is he? How bad is his BO? Because he never showers, I hear. Is that real? That he never showers? Yeah. I don't know. I made that up. <laughs> you got me there. You know so much more about the theater than I do. I believed you. <laughs> well, considering the time, and he, he was a playwright and also poor. Yeah, he probably did stink. <laughs> he probably did stink yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the chances of... It's, it's likely if there were any women around William Shakespeare that um, they were, you know... Lovers, I would assume, because uh, women weren't allowed to perform yet. Oh, right. Right. That's so strange. Yeah. What a weird world. That's why he wrote like so many cross-dressing characters. So that like that. It's so weird to me that we were like that at one time, (laughs) like our society. (laughs) No women on stage. But let's have a guy dress up as a woman, though. That's fine. (laughs) We're just more concerned about just regular like classic women being and stuff uh-huh. but we'll let someone dress up as a woman <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird like television like like in the 50s they wouldn't allow a couple to lay in bed together it's like just that's weird. why i love lucy is the way it was yeah, like so many weird rules we made up like to that had nothing to do with normal life <laughs> it's just so strange no. yeah <laughs> very weird wow yeah We've come a long way, but we still got a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so would this person just immediately be committed? I I don't know. I, it, I think that um, she's trying to... It, I think that right now she is going through lots of different psychological evaluations to yeah. see if she's someone who's a pathological liar right. or if she truly believes the words that she's saying or the memories that she may have. Right. Cause you could just study up on something and claim that you were there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's possible that maybe yeah. she's possessed too. Maybe Ooh, she, okay. she, uh, um, has, uh, some sort of paranormal experience where she is, uh, being, uh, uh, channeled. Yeah. Yeah. Through okay. another person. I don't know. That could be too. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, um, like, what if this person appeared like, appeared out of nowhere in front of people, too, and the people just saw them, like, materialize? That would be pretty impressive. Yeah. And can you imagine being um, someone who arrived in a different time period, like, in, in somewhere in the future, and you saw all this technology around you, and you didn't understand it, or, mm-hmm. you know, women wearing pants? Oh, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, just, or just fashions in general. Yeah. Like the, uh, from what people wore in that time period to now. Yeah. Like why do those, why are those shoes, is that plastic and they're full of holes? What is that? Why are women wearing high heels and not the men? We call them Crocs. <laughs> what? <laughs> why did I know what plastic was, but not, oh, never mind. <laughs> My brain is so confused. I've time traveled to many Where different places. Where did I places. come from? <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. I, uh. Yeah, I guess there's never been any documented uh, like material materialization of somebody from another period. Like it's somebody just kind of shows up claiming to be from the past. But I imagine like someone materializing in front of you so there was no doubt that they were from another time period. Like what would you what would your first what would the first thing you said to them be? Like if someone just materialized in front of you from the Victorian era. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> what? Sit down. <laughs> We've got a lot to tell you. I know you're wearing a lot of layers right now, 
but if you could just bunch that up and try your best. (laughs) 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 What would be the first thing you would tell them about? Like, where am I? Uh, Well, you're in 2018. What? Uh, Who's the queen? That beep can only mean one thing. Dinner is ready. (laughs) Chloe is alarmed. It's okay, Chloe. Um, I, yeah, the, the queen is, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. And we don't really like, like we still recognize the queen, but they don't really have much power. They just are kind of like somebody we follow like on a celebrity basis. Now she's just like super rich and like, she's got these two corgis and she loves them. (laughs) And, um, did you have a dog? Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> Tell me about your skirt. Did you make this yourself? Do you have peasants? <laughs> um, Hold on. I'm going to start an Instagram for you. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that person would be clawing at the walls like, find me a sane individual. <laughs> right. They would think that you're crazy. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> I think so. I mean, and that's not what I would say. But Do you think that the vortexes are a thing? Do you think that there are areas of the world where just the right concoction or the right congruence of things are in such a way that time you can like slip through time. Yeah. I think so. Right. I don't know about, uh, uh, um, yeah, I, I think that because I think of my own theory on how the paranormal works and like the, the fact that I think they're, they're kind of in a deller, another dimension This is going to make me sound like a psycho, <laughs> but I kind of think that they're in a different sort of dimensions. And so time travels or time is measured differently there. So that's why it's so difficult to capture them. Um, but if they somehow, I feel like they have more of an ability to come here than us to go there, obviously, yeah. because their energy and we are energy tethered to a body. Okay. So, um, the idea that there could be little pockets where our bodies with our energy can possibly kind of break through that barrier. Like a wormhole in space, which we agree is a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. We don't know what's on the other side of a black hole either. That's true. Could be where all the ghosts are. Right. You never know. Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like our neighbors are having a, a jam downstairs. Dope. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's. The, I mean, I think just based mathematically speaking, there are probably the probability of something, uh, some anomaly like that existing somewhere. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean we know how to exploit it or know how to do anything with it, but it, you know. It, I think it'd be dangerous too. Yes, it would be very much so. But mm-hmm. it's. I mean, I suppose it's possible that somewhere in the world where no one's looking right now, like a leaf just disappears because it slipped through like a weird slip in time or something. Could that, could that happen? I think so. Why not? Yeah. You know, I don't know. If if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it really happen? Did it go through a vortex? (laughs) Did it go through a vortex? (laughs) (laughs) Like I, like I think people that claim that they have slipped through a vortex, I believe that they most likely, may have some issues and maybe that necessarily hasn't right. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody's really survived that. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would, uh, I, I'm not saying that I would, uh, 
just automatically believe anyone who claims that they walk through a vortex. Um, I would need a lot of proof Yeah, that right. it had, is possible and that it could happen. I can believe in something and not have, um, you know, perfect evidence of it. Like right. I believe in it as a possibility. Right. There are many institutions in this world that are predicated upon that. Yes. <laughs> Wherever there's no proof, but we believe a certain thing. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't, I mean, I, I suppose scientifically speaking that it's something like a time could slip in certain points mm-hmm. and maybe it's such a small little opening that we couldn't pass through it, but maybe a ghost could. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ghost lips, ghost wormhole. Yeah. Coming this fall to sci-fi channel. Whoa. Ghost worms. Hey Kevin. Yo. Uh, Want to talk about some birds? I do. So Minnesota residents call the police because of rowdy birds. Drunk. Drunk, rowdy birds. Yeah. Are these like mascots for like a, a, a sports team or real like biological birds? I think they're real biological birds. <laughs> and they're drunk. How do they get drunk? Uh, Like any other person. <laughs> now, are these birds? Through su- a delicious beverage. <laughs> are these birds super horny? Because of all the drinking. I, I don't think so, but I think they might be into some greasy food at the end of the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, some greasy seeds. Yeah, they're hunting down uh, their favorite diner. The greasy loaf over the, on the gre- West 42nd Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. And they're picking through the greasiest seeds they can find, you know? <laughs> Pumpkin seeds. They got to be the greasiest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minnesota residents. So where could these birds have been just like in a... A mall parking lot. People go to malls in Minnesota, right? There's malls there. Yeah, I think so. The Mall of America is in Minnesota. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You were there once. One time. Did you see any drunk birds? Uh, not that I remember. It was a long time ago. Drunk birds also <laughs> sounds like, like a... 2002. <laughs> so you probably weren't really paying attention to birds. You got, you got really into bird watching many years later. Yeah. Yeah, it was a missed mm-hmm. opportunity. That's definitely yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drunk birds... And also drunkenness. <laughs> <laughs> got into that many years later i was just starting out then <laughs> drunk bird sounds like like a like a british slang for you know, like you describing someone who's <laughs> <these> drunk birds <laughs> it does sound like a, a sort of slang doesn't it like a fun insult <laughs> you drunk bird also rowdy birds remind like i thought of rowdy rowdy piper so i imagine birds with like kilts and like hot rod shirts on <laughs> I can see why you'd think they were uh, some sort of mascot, like a wrestling mascot. Yeah, why don't wrestlers have mascots? That'd be fun. I don't know. Come to the ring with like a like a rowdy bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Minnesota wrestle- residents uh, calling the police on these on these birds too, like you know, like you would any other uh, drunk being. Well, how do they know they were drunk? causing a ruckus? I wonder. Do they smell their breath? Yeah, they had to walk the line, you know. <laughs> they had to touch their wing to their beak. <laughs> Say the alphabet backwards. Yeah. I don't even know the alphabet. I'm a bird. <laughs> yes, I can talk. Let's not think about this too deeply. I can also give you some basic uh, economic figures. <laughs> I'm that kind of bird. <laughs> that was a throwback. <laughs> i imagine like what kind of birds are in minnesota like well they would have a, a array of they wouldn't have like 
a lot of the same ones that are same here. Same ones here, right? Like yeah. I was trying to think of like vultures or are there more like exotic birds there that we don't have here? No, I doubt it. I think they have the geese. Geese are pretty. Geese act pretty drunk around here. Yeah. They're pretty scary. They're, they're like mean drunks. Like they're. I don't think that they're drunk, but they certainly will come at you like they're ready to fight, like a yeah. drunk, like a bar fighter. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Been chased around a lot Neck at work. Down, tossing their scrunchies aside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're they're ready to go. They are. Hold my seeds, and then they're like ready. Yeah. Their wings up. Yeah. They put <laughs> Claws on up. Uh, tiny little mitts on their wings. <laughs> right. They fight. Uh-huh. They do. They tape their fists. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Very gentlemanly. Yeah. They put a little mustache wax on, curl up the ends. Uh huh. And get ready for some fisticuffs. Yeah. Bird, <laughs> you drunk bird. <laughs> Winged cuffs. Winged cuffs. <laughs> For an elegant occasion, put on winged cuffs. <laughs> Add a little extra touch to your suit, courtesy of Men's Warehouse. <laughs> That's brilliant. Rowdy birds. <laughs> Hashtag rowdy birds. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I assume that these residents are calling them because it, it, rowdy. You think that they're being maybe loud or yeah. Um, maybe getting in some fights, maybe, um, tipping cars over. Yeah. Maybe they're breaking into things that they shouldn't. They're just pooping everywhere. Yeah. Wait, they do that now. Birds do that now, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that could like be, people might be afraid to leave their homes because there's a bunch of drunk birds. Hitchcock, you know? Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's the birds and, and people have fears because of it. Exactly. It's a, yeah. it's a common, uh, I was scared of big bird growing up. Because I watched the birds first. My parents were weird. I can't tell if you're telling me the truth or not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) That's our relationship. (laughs) So tourism is skyrocketing near Area 51. Speaking of drunk birds. Yeah. So there's been a lot of... uh, So Area 51 famously is like the sort of off the grid, so to speak, military installment where people claim it doesn't exist, but it's definitely there. Yeah. And it's very much off limits. Lots of secretive um, spacecraft being uh, or aircraft being tested there. Lots of uh, uh-huh. secret programs. So there's uh, this shroud of secrecy over the years has led many to believe that there are aliens there because uh-huh. uh, that's where bodies were taken from the Roswell crash nearby. Mm-hmm. So there's always this lore of Area 51. Um and the town has sort of embraced it, right? They have like the UFO diner or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. I think it would be a really neat place to visit I one day, babe. Too. I would like to go there too. Yeah. I would like to. Is it near, like, can we fly to like, can you go to like Las Vegas and then get there from there or we'll have to look up how to get there? Yeah. That would be interesting. That to would do. be a fun trip. Cause, I mean, I'd like to see um, that and then maybe we could go to somewhere in Utah and see some of the beautiful nature that's yeah, there that's true too and also um the hoover dam is near. <gasps> yeah it's like a trip it's yeah sort of an easy drive i think from that and then uh, we can just go south to arizona and uh crash with my sister there yeah. you go sounds perfect. like a trip we've just planned our vacation perfect so thanks guys for listening because we appreciate it i think we're gonna start in palm springs <laughs> uh, work our way back yeah we're back. i like it yeah i like it so there's always lots of like in- interesting uh footage right of the weird things weird lights happening over there yeah yeah flashing lights and stuff i would i would definitely go there for a trip i think that would be really fun Mm -hmm. i would uh i would stay i I hope they would have like uh tiny houses shaped like ufos they could stay in oh my gosh that would be awesome oh man we got some great marketing ideas we should definitely go there yeah with a business proposal Mm mm-hmm and then we can just broadcast from the desert like Art Bell used to. Yeah. Oh, terrific. Aww. I'd like that. I would too. Chloe? 
Our cat seems into it. <laughs> Her lack of response, I think, was a yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder what this, wonder what new footage it was uncovered. It, was it something, uh, was it lights? Oh, it was, it wasn't footage. It was, uh-huh. uh, it was eyewitnesses. Oh, okay. Yeah. So th- I, I was wondering if maybe something had been circulating online or something that was drawing people to go there. So there's people are seeing lots of new things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, nearby residents have seen uh, some things happen. Well, I mean, you know, I guess as the world gets sort of scarier and scarier and more and more money over the last several decades goes into the military, I imagine there's lots of new things ready to be tested. Yeah. It's kind of scary. All the time. I grew up near a military base, you you know, and you know how far away it is. Right. I, I mean, it's not like super far away, but it's you know, oh. like 20 miles at least. From your, from, right, right. And you can still hear stuff and, and see stuff. Yeah, you'd still hear uh, the big boom of whatever they were testing oh, over man. there. And you can imagine this, uh, and that's just one sort of small Air Force base, mm-hmm. you know, compared to what this place would be. So you imagine what well, kind of Army base, but whatever. Oh, well, so sorry. <laughs> I was thinking Air Force base because of the... Air, what's the famous well, yeah that's an air force base roswell yes well the one in the one near you where you grew up wasn't oh. that like the air it's like an airborne group the 82nd airborne no the 13th mountain no. division it's the 10th mountain division 10th mountain division yeah it's completely different i've mixed up and it's an army base yes i've mixed up so many different things there <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to me about military stuff i don't know jack <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> But that would be smart. Like, I think that they should, um, like, if the government should build or sponsor or somebody should build near the fences, the land just adjacent, build some high, you know, some tall condos you can rent out for the night and just look over and just kind of watch the stars, watch the sky. I think that'd be kind of neat. I think it'd be really, really rad. Or, I mean, those condos could have, like you said, the UFO, um, so like the top of it could just be a skylight, oh, like a do- so, like a dome. Like a dome. So yes. then you'd have like complete three sixty views of the sky. Unobstructed. Yeah, oh, that sounds so rad. I want to do that. Can we just build a house like that? Is that cool? Let's just build a like a popomatic bubble house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. I love it. That would be so cool. Yeah, I definitely want to check out Area Fifty One. I think that would be super rad. Mm-hmm. Super rad. Why am I talking like I'm from super the nineties? Super rad. Super <laughs> yeah, they'd be rad. like super rad. Um, do you think that I, I think that there's probably alien technology or aliens in somewhere area 51? I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not either. I feel like it. Okay. It, it, Roswell happened how long ago? Thirties, mm, forties, something like that. Fifties. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. One of, the, one of somewhere those in that range of decades. Yeah. So. Um, you know, maybe uh, those are things that we are kind of sitting on or experiencing or experiencing, uh, experimenting with and um, using to our advantage in some way. Yeah, there is that one uh, kind of conspiracy theory type thing where people claim that the Internet, for example, was designed based on reverse engineering stuff from a alien crash. Really? Yeah. I've I don't think that. I've ever heard that. I've heard that before. Yeah. Which, me, I don't know, maybe. But Roswell is, is interesting because I don't know a whole ton about it, but um, people were definitely believed that there was something happened there, right? I mean, there were mm-hmm. people. Yeah. The newspaper covered it as a real thing. Yeah. Right. And then the story changed pretty quickly. Like the next day it was like, oh. A this military is a, 
experiment or yeah, something. Yeah, the weather balloon or whatever mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. So it, it did seem kind of suspect, right? But, uh-huh. um, but there have been some famous UFO. There was a UFO case in Russia where people in the 80s, I remember a group of children encountered like a ship and they all drew what they saw and it was very it seemed very credible at the time um so there are things that happen that we cannot explain do you think that sort of explains the space race that it had um more to do than just the the cold war right yeah um that it was worried about like a invasion type situation that's very possible that maybe it was it was more than just uh you know because Ronald Reagan talked about S- Star Wars being like a, a program where they would have a satellite system that would shoot down missiles, but also could fight off like an outside attack. Oh, really? As well. Oh, uh, I don't think I knew that. Which just recently our current president has sort of talked about doing like a space force. Uh-huh. So which is kind of based on that idea, I think, from from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> not to get too political here. I just I don't want to talk about it. I know, but th- that's uh, but that's the idea that we're we need to defend the planet, or maybe people in our government had just watched Independence Day and then thought, hey, we should get on that. You know what's a a better way to defend our planet? Uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> He's our hero. Yeah. You know what also is good to defend the planet? Just pumping Prozac into everything, so everything you're eating just makes <laughs> you feel good. <laughs> And then you don't give a you shit about what's about happening. <laughs> you know what? The hell with the aliens. I don't care. I feel so good right now. <laughs> I'm going to learn to play an instrument. <laughs> I wrote some poetry. I'm just feeling alive. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing later? You want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, uh, I think that these people who were driving down extraterrestrial highway i think that they were there as tourists and they saw something oh man and then uh, but people in the nearby town also kind of reported something happening so wow i know i've definitely seen weird lights in the sky that i didn't but i mean every light is weird in the sky to me because i don't i'm not an expert (laughs) but you've seen things kind of zigzag around in a weird way (laughs) and i mean it could very well be something that is known and i just don't know of it uh-huh. But to me, it was the time it was like, oh my God, was that a UFO? Maybe. Or a shooting star. Right, exactly. So I don't know. I don't know enough about aviation or aliens. Or things. I or don't things know. in general. I don't, I don't know enough about it. Let's talk about our college regrets. <laughs> this is the part of the episode where we talk about college regrets. <laughs> uh, what I don't regret is guessing which article is real. And these are very difficult because they all seem bizarre. And equally bizarrely plausible. But I want to go with the Elizabethan thing as being the real article. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? No, it's fake. <sighs> son, of a, son of a gun. Uh, Area 51? Also fake. <sighs> well, looks like you beat me this week. Uh, we beat each other because we were both wrong, babe. <laughs> okay. Minnesota residents call police on rowdy drunk birds. <laughs> <laughs> and this is from NPR. Of course, your source for drunk bird news. <laughs> uh, and this has some very silly puns in it, so oh, I want you to be prepared for that. I love it already. All right. <laughs> Life lately in the tiny northern Minnesota town of Gilbert Gilbert has resembled... Let me start over there. Life lately in the tiny northern Minnesota town of Gilbert has resembled a scene out of an Alfred Hitchcock film. 
birds, lots of birds, have been flying into windows, cars, and acting confused. <laughs> oh, no. According to the city police department, which has been fielding reports from anxious residents. Oh, my God. But these birds aren't out for human blood. They've just had a few too many. A few too many overripe berries, that is. Oh. So it's it's berries. Uh, so it's like fermented berries? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Certain berries we have in our area have fermented earlier than usual due to an early frost, which in turn has expedited the fermenting process. Oh, no. Gilbert Police uh, Chief Ty Tector uh, explained in a statement. I just, imagine, I just imagine Gilbert Gottfried because he said Gilbert. <laughs> I know we What too. about these drunk birds? <laughs> that everyone in the town talks like that. <laughs> it appears that some birds are getting a little more tipsy than normal. <laughs> oh my god. This article is so good. Um, yes, having a boozy lark is nothing abnormal among the feathered set. <laughs> a boozy lark. Cedar waxwings and robins are most likely to gorge on the fermented berries. <laughs> <laughs> Nature's drunks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nature's tiny drunks. Uh Oregon State University's Extension Service notes that by October the birds have consumed the fruit. Uh, maybe tipsy, inadvertent victims of alcohol consumption. <laughs> but the line between buzzed and fall down dr- drunk can blur fast, as I can also attest to from my college days. <laughs> from eating berries. <laughs> from <laughs> eating berries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> my friend Josh used to make, a, a, I think it was like a cherry pucker sort of stuff that he, he would use, like cherries. Like fermented cherries? Really? I think, yeah. Hmm. Um, most birds, uh, likely just get a bit tipsy and very few people would be able to pick them out as intoxicated. Uh, Megan Larravee, a government laboratory coordinator in Yukon, Canada, told National Geographic. However, every now and then some birds just overdo it. <laughs> Don't we all? I just imagine. Are we all guilty? <laughs> I just imagine everybody being interviewed in the article also being drunk for some reason, like, <laughs> We went to this drunk bird expert. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes it was peels. They just overdo it. It's, it's no far on their own. Parakeets like Zima. <laughs> they love Zima. <laughs> uh, it got so bad in Yukon City of White... In, it got so bad in the Yukon City of White Horse in 2014 that the government's animal health unit set up drunk tanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> modified hamster cages for some bohemian wax wings that needed to be cut off from the fermented berries of the rowan tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just rounding up drunk birds and putting them in like a cage. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> they cannot coordinate their flight movements properly or at all, and they are unable to walk in a coordinated way. See, they gave them the line touch. <laughs> back in Gilbert this year, uh, uh, back in Gilbert this year has been especially bad for party fowls. <laughs> I just. <laughs> This article is so good. Party fowls. Uh, <laughs> many birds have not migrated south, so it appears to be more prevalent than in past years, Tekar said. Generally, younger birds... Uh, livers cannot handle the toxins as efficiently as more mature birds. <laughs> True that, bro. Uh, <laughs> police say there's no need to call... I'm sorry I said that. Um, <laughs> that's not me. Uh, please, <laughs> please say there's no need to call emergency services to report the inebriated avians as they should sober up within a short period of time. 
But unable to remain too buttoned up about the bleary-eyed birds, Tuckar did crack a few jokes about when residents should call police, such as if they see Woodstock pushing Snoopy off the doghouse for no apparent reason. <laughs> Big Bird operating a motor vehicle in an unsafe manner. <laughs> Any other birds after midnight with Taco Bell items. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined a bunch of... <laughs> I just imagined a bunch of flamingos sitting around in a church basement waiting for like an AA meeting to start. <laughs> All grab, on one leg. Want to grab a cup? It's free coffee over there. <laughs> There's a few ostriches with just their face buried in a pile of sand. <laughs> Cigarette butts. Had way too many, man. <laughs> This is a really funny <laughs> Ian Egling, make us a t shirt. <laughs> hey, uh if you guys uh haven't uh forgotten by now, uh occasionally this show is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. So um it, you should go to their website and uh check them out because they can print on anything. Kittyboxpress.com or Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thanks. Um, yeah. Kevin, so those are my articles. That was great. That was a, this was a fun show. Super fun. We knew it would be. Yeah, we we predicted we predicted so. You know what I think got us through the smell of that delicious chili just oh waiting to be eaten right it now. It is ready. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, check us out, Fake Head Pod on Twitter, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share our program. Leave us a review if you're listening t- to us on something that allows you to leave a review, and uh, spread the word. Yeah. We appreciate you all listening. The more people listen, um, the the better it is. And the more uh, friends that you have listen, the the more laughs you guys can have with each other. Um, and also, don't forget to email us if you'd like uh, fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.